Hey, welcome to another episode of Rhythms. And this is gonna be a unique week because all the rhythms this week are gonna prepare us for Good Friday and for Easter. And so I wanna start our devotional moment together as we're thinking about the ways of Jesus and putting the rhythms of Jesus into our life. And we're gonna start in the Garden of Gethsemane. Now, uh, I was only there a few months ago and you might not know this, the Garden of Gethsemane just means oil press. And um, I don't know if you've ever seen an ancient oil press, but it's pretty intense when the olives get pressed. And that's what Jesus is going through. I'm going to read actually out of Luke 22. Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, pray that you will not fall into temptation. And he withdrew about a stone throw beyond them, knelt down and he prayed, Father, if you're willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but your will be done. And being in anguish, he prayed even more earnestly and sweat was dropping from from him like blood on the ground. And he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples and he found them asleep, exhausted uh, from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked. Get up and pray that you will not fall into temptation. Uh, one thing that uh, we miss, and even us who've grown up in the church for a long time and know the Easter story well, is in Luke's account, almost every time the word temptation is used, it's actually connected to Satan. And so in this account, what we're really seeing is the full picture that Satan is actually in the garden uh, with Jesus, tempting him, taunting him, attacking him. A and so it's an interesting moment as we begin to prepare ourselves for Holy Week that we realize, as we've already talked about before, uh, during this time, we could really be tempted. And so Jesus becomes this great model for us. And um, I said this on a national call to some pastors yesterday. I've said this to you already. Let me do it again. I see sort of two groups of people forming during this crisis. There's those who are really isolated because uh, they're alone or have very little contact. And then there are others who are smothered because they're in households or with roommates with tons of people and they can't get space. In the same way in the work world, uh, there's two things happening. A lot of us uh, want to do more and help and yet we can't. So we're almost bored. And then other people are working overtime on the front lines trying to keep things going and they're exhausted. So in isolation and in smothering, in boredom and exhaustion, uh, that's when Satan will come and tempt us to do a lot of stuff we're called not to. And I know we've talked about that before, but especially as we prepare for Good Friday and Easter, this is a great reminder. And so what I'd like to do is I, I discovered a prayer from a few years ago that comes out of this passage. And I'd like to lead all of us in this moment as a church uh, to pray against temptation. So if you want to just close your eyes or prepare yourself, let's just pray. And, and, and the prayer, by the way, is called, Lord, waken us, um, like Jesus wakes up the disciples. So Lord, waken your church. We cry out to you, rouse yourself, armor the Lord awake. We urge you to do something about the mess we've all gotten ourselves into. And all the time, it's we who are asleep. And we don't take your warnings to heart. We, we don't really take your promises to heart. We say, Lord, Lord, and don't and don't do what you say. So have mercy on us. Waken us uh, to your love. Help us to see what you've already done about the mess we're already in and help us to recognize what you're doing in the world today and stir ourselves to work with you to waken us in love. So we pray that together and we pray that we wouldn't give into temptation. We wouldn't actually fall asleep in this moment, but actually we'd work with Jesus to see greater things take place. I hope this is a great moment for you to prepare yourself for Good Friday and for the very first virtual Easter in Christian history. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow.